everyone, and welcome back to the most magical podcast on the internet, Wiley Disney. Of course, Casey and I have another amazing episode for you planned. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but before you start to listen, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. And if you're not, come over and subscribe because you can actually see us talking now. This is new. We're super excited for the listeners. But that's enough of me rambling. Let's get on with the episode. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Why We Disney podcast and happy Wednesday. So if you don't already know, my name is Casey and I have my amazing co-host with me, Kara. Hey, y'all. So you guys know we have truly fallen in love with this podcast. I love sitting here and just recording and talking with you guys. So it has truly put so much joy in our lives and we really want to push that out into the Disney community. So what we've done for the past couple of weeks and what we're doing today is we're highlighting small shops and Disney enthusiasts. So I'm so pumped to introduce our guest today. This is Emily and she is absolutely incredible. You guys are going to love her. Emily, how are you? Good. How are you doing? (laughs) We're doing so good. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. I'm very excited, a little nervous, but very excited. (laughs) <laughs> all gonna be good it's just talking yes. about disney for some time so talking about disney we're just having a fun zoom call about disney <laughs> yes so like, for, go ahead i'm sorry i was like i was saying this is also my first time on zoom so i'm like like trying to figure it all out and i'm like okay i got this now i'm i'm of age to know what this is all about <laughs> yeah so if you're listening over on like spotify or apple podcasts jump over to the youtube because it's it's funny sometimes watching us now with these episodes but i'm glad you're on zoom with us yeah happy to be here you can see our faces now it's so fun so emily for our listeners let them know where they can find you on instagram or on any platforms that you're on we want to make sure they find you So on Instagram, I'm on uh, there, of course. And then on my business portion for Instagram, that one is just Wonderland Apparel um, at Instagram. (laughs) And then also the same exact ones for TikTok as well. Oh, for TikTok. The Why We Disney podcast is newly on TikTok too. (laughs) Oh, nice. Awesome. I have to go subscribe to that. Yes, you so should. Well, Emily, so I want to know, what is your Disney background? Like, how did you get into this huge realm of Disney? Tell us the story. Okay, so I've actually loved Disney for a very long time, as long as I can remember. Even when I was, I grew up in New Jersey, but every year my parents would come down to Florida and we had to go once a year to, to Disney. So it's very like nostalgic for me. And it just brings me back to like a happy place and like a good memory. Um, so growing up, I always felt myself odd, even though I was getting older and my friends weren't getting into Disney, like they were getting out of the Disney phase. I'm like, I don't know why I'm still in love with it, but I'm just going to continue by myself. Um, <laughs> so that kind of just grew in and it never, it never went away. It just, I've always loved Disney. And then Obviously, with the pandemic and everything and having a little bit more time, um, I actually didn't even know there was like a whole Disney community on Instagram. I was like, I guess what you would say, like an average Instagram person back then. I feel like now everybody's like a big thing on Instagram. (laughs) Yes. But I was just going about my life. And then like, I just started doing more like 
you know, Disney things from home. And then I started realizing like all these people have dedicated Disney profiles. And I was like, oh my gosh, like these are my people. I finally found them in the world. And so I was like, okay, if they're, you know, they kind of gave me the courage. Like I met so many friends from the Disney community and they kind of gave me the courage during the pandemic to be like, you know what? Like it's okay to be an adult and love Disney. So like, just do it. And I'm like, I've always wanted to do that. So then that just created my Disney page on Instagram. <laughs> That's so fun. And what, what about your small shop? Like, how did that come about? So that one was really odd, obviously, with like the whole pandemic happening and everything. So I actually wanted to make, I've always wanted to have my own shop. And at first, because I wasn't in the Disney scene and since like the beginning of last year, I wasn't in it, but I wanted to do it two years ago, the shop. I was just going to do like a normal boutique, just like finding cute clothes that you can wear out and things like that. And then I've always been an artist. Like I've always loved art and creating and I've always loved digital art. And then finally, my husband was like, well, you have the time now that, you know, unfortunately you're laid off from work with the pandemic. And we had all the, basically like the background of a business to start a business. We just never did it. And we finally just went ahead and was like, okay, we're just going to full force, go for it, do it. Like what's the worst that can happen? I already don't work. So whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So then I just went for it and like fell in love with it. And oh my God, it's like the one thing I, I like live and breathe it. I wake up and I start creating and I love all of it. I just, that's how it basically started though, because of the pandemic. Oh word. Well, shout out to you for like having a dream and just reaching for it. Like in a time where you needed something to do, like just jump. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, exactly. It I was mean, definitely, go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say like, you're describing the exact quote of you. What is it? It's the wall quote. Um, if you have the dream, you can pursue a dream if you have the courage to pursue it. You know what I'm talking about? It's not coming to my head, but like, that's exactly what is coming to my mind when you're telling me this story. It's just like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. This is the dream. This is my passion. I'm just going to do it. And that's just awesome. Yeah. I would say like a big motivating factor and it's like a weird, I don't know if you guys have ever had this where you like see a quote or somebody says something and like a light bulb just like goes off like wow and that happened to me during the pandemic so what the quote was I don't remember it word for word but basically it said something like you know in this pandemic you have so much time and if you don't come out of this pandemic or like this quarantine with like a new hobby a new skill a new language a business then it wasn't time that you were lacking And then I'm like, wow, I'm not lazy. So I'm going to go for it. (laughs) It's just so powerful. Yeah. And it was crazy how much, like, even though those are simple words at that time and everything, you know, with everything going on, it was just the push that I needed to actually start it. And what was your, if you remember, what was your exact opening date or month? It was July 10th. Of 2020. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You have such a successful shop for Thank you. <laughs> at that time. I mean, I know like so many of your brand reps and I feel like your Instagram page is thriving just for being in business for like what, six months. Kill it, yeah. girl. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate oh, it. I know I was, I was definitely scared, but with already being in the Disney community, having some friends like backing me up and encouraging me, even when, you know, when you're first starting off, as you probably know, like it's kind of like hard because you, nobody, 
it's different than following like an Instagrammer or like, you know, an influencer than a business because it's like, okay, if you follow this, you know that you're going to constantly see like sales and, you know, it's different. It's not as personable. So that was my biggest thing was like, I'm so nervous to how to get this in front of people and not like annoy them because it's a business, not like a personal thing. So, but yeah, I I got through it and it worked out very well. So I tried to put a little bit of personality into the shop as well, which definitely helps. That's awesome. And I, I was actually describing this to Casey, but that's a lot of the reason why the podcast team wanted you to be on one of the episodes because we just feel like you're your engagement and your designs are just so wonderful and magical. And you're like, again, just thriving in this community so quickly and so strongly. And it's just amazing to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Of course. And I do have a question. So how do you come up with your designs? What was your first design? Oh my gosh. So my first design ever was actually my soaring shirt. I don't know if you recall what that looks like, but what it looks like, it's basically, um, it has, you know, the Soren ride in Epcot. Of course. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> you know how you sit in those seats and then you have like the pilot at the beginning telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so anyways, I loved that ride and I hadn't gone on it in years and years and years. And I finally went on it. I never went on it um, when it was, I guess, a different, like, I didn't know it was refurbished. I guess it was like California or something before. Oh, okay. I think, I don't know. But um, when I went on it, I fell in love with it because I've always loved flying and living in Jersey and coming to Florida every year, we were always on flights and we had family in Florida. So that was a big motivating one was like, I want to do this ride because I love this ride so much. And so I was like, how do I put elements of that ride together without saying this is Soren and everybody will kind of know what it is so that's I was like okay you gotta do the pilot you gotta do the seats and I put family in there and then I just put um have a nice flight is like the quote so because everybody knows that's the very end he just goes have a nice flight and you guys go inside so that was my first one and I, I I fell in love with it and I had the sweetest client I had the sweetest client like when I first put it out there she wrote this whole message to me and she's a little bit of an older lady and she was like oh my gosh, I just saw your design and I'm in tears because she told me a story of how her and her husband met on that ride. Like they ne- they didn't know each other. They sat next to each other and they met on that ride. And ever since then, every every anniversary, they go on Soren and they're like, I'm buying your shirt because those are going to be our anniversary shirts now. And we're going to go on Soaring and like ride it. And it literally made me cry. I was like, oh my gosh, this one lady just like motivated me so hard because that was my first design out. So it was like a big motivating thing. And so I just like hit the ground running with that one. <laughs> we love That's Disney huge. love. <laughs> that is huge. Oh my word. I know. Love stories get me all the time. <laughs> Definitely. And how do you make your designs? Are you using a specific app, a specific um, design process or? Um, it's iPad and just Procreate. And then just different brushes and stuff like that. But those are the only things I really use. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. I I could not. I am not. Again, and I say this to um, Brandon's going to like be annoyed with me. But I say this to Brandon all the time that I have such good um, like ideas and thought processes. 
but as an artist, my executions are not good. I can't draw a stick figure. I can't paint by number. <laughs> like that is the artist side of me that is like completely left field. Like, nope, yeah. can't do it. So I definitely have respect for those of you that can just like, you know, pick up an iPad and start drawing. Well, it's funny. Cause like when I first wanted to execute my first design with soaring and I told my husband about it, my husband is very bad at like visualizing things. Even if I, literally draw it all out he's like no I don't understand it (laughs) so he made fun of me because like the soaring um design has like it has the pilot's head from his shoulders up for the listeners who can't see me um and then (laughs) and then it has the row the seats um kind of submerged within him so that it kind of just all blends and looks kind of like a collage Mm -hmm. um but showing it to him I literally just had an outline of a man like no face or anything just like a swivel with like a line with legs and like the words and that's how and when he saw it he was like I don't understand how you're gonna make that into a shirt because he just thought it was like the lines yeah yes. and then so when I showed him the final design he was like oh my god I can't believe that came from what you showed me and is that specific design still available it is yes oh great so listeners again hop over to our YouTube version of this and what I will do is make a link straight to this specific shirt so if you're like oh i need it we will go over to just wonderland apparel and you can get it right from our youtube link Yay. Awesome. i was gonna say for all the single ladies like people meet their husbands on soren so go grab this shirt so right. i will be riding it every day right they have single rider yeah they do I just have one more question about your business again because you haven't started too long ago and you're just like doing all these amazing things for the community and obviously for Disney love. (laughs) So what is your number one piece of advice for someone that's exactly like you? I want to start a shop. I don't know where to start. What's your one thing that you would tell someone? I guess it's hard to answer the question because there's different aspects of like starting a business. There's like the business part and there's like the marketing to actually make the business grow to become something. So I would say at least for the marketing part, because that was probably the hardest thing at the beginning was to actually get the business seen is be, have a schedule, (laughs) have a schedule for when you do things and be motivated to constantly post. Um, It's going to seem really tedious at first, but in the long run, it's going to work out. So when I first started, I told myself, I want to post at least twice a day on my posts and at least six times on my stories. Um, And I only know that because with like the Instagram, like algorithm and stuff like that, I don't want to get too technical, but you, if you post on your story, as long as that person follows you and likes your stuff, it's the first thing they see. So your shop will always be in their mind or in the back of their head. They saw something they liked. And if you continue to kind of put it out there, they'll finally be like, you know what, let me click on that link and finally get it kind of thing. So I would just say like, it's a little tedious, but to like continue posting, even if you feel like you're not getting any likes, you're not getting any, you know, things like that. Do your research on Instagram. There's a lot to learn. And it's a lot of things people don't realize you have to do for like marketing. And again, the Instagram algorithm, but just don't give up, like just keep posting, keep pushing out there try different things like if you don't think something's working it's it's your first time doing a shop or first time doing any kind of business just like try different things because nobody's you're holding yourself accountable for your own things if you want to change it up it's your business do it if you you want to and 
only do things you love. Like if you don't want to do something just because somebody else says to do it, because you'll find the people that love what you're doing just as much as you love doing it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I really appreciate the, the answer because I think a lot of people that are listening to this right now are in that same situation. Like I'm in a pandemic and maybe I've lost my job and I want to start something that I've always wanted to do or have a passion for, and they can greatly take your advice. Yeah, I'm glad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks so much for talking about your shop. We are going to take a quick ad break and we will be right back. Welcome back, guys. We are going to jump right back into it. So let's be real, y'all. Like Disney headlines change all the time. Like I feel like every week it's just something new. So we're just going to talk about some. (laughs) No, exactly. (laughs) We're going to talk about some Disney headlines and just our opinions about them. Emily, I really am interested to get your take on these. And me and Kara are going to give our little slight take on it as well. (laughs) But so the first one, are you ready? Sure. Okay, is Disneyland discontinuing annual passes? Okay. <laughs> so I, it's weird because like, I guess as a small business, I kind of try to look at the business portion of it too than just like going to Disney. Um, so I can see why they did it because it's like, okay, they're paying for something they haven't gone to in like a year. And like, who's to say that we can't just, you know, do it again when everything opens up. So it was really unfortunate. Um, but to me, it's kind of like, okay, they might just, you know, every day they're announcing something new that we've never heard of. And they could just be like, today's the day we're opening up for surprise, you know, annual passes, Disneyland. So we just don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. What about you, Kara? It, it just, um, and not that I'm the glass half empty type, Oh, wait, I am. Um, <laughs> but it, it just, it's scary because of Disneyland losing so much profit and so much money. How is that going to affect Disney World? And so I'm like, just, okay, so that's not happening for them. So are we going, is Disney World going to be affected? So that's my thought process behind it. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm happy about the legacy pass holder thing that they're doing in place of that. But it, it's an interesting headline. I'm interested to see how it's going to proceed. Yeah. Um, my quick take on it is just, I have, I have an annual pass to Disney world and I know how much that means to me. And I know how much I have to sacrifice to have an annual pass to Disney world because they're pricey. Like y'all come on, (laughs) they're pricey. Um, but I just, I know how important it is to me. So I could completely understand the annual pass holders in Disneyland being like, I had to sacrifice a lot. This is, you know, that's a, that's a big hit. So it hurts my heart for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can yeah. see how that would suck a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We give up a lot for those things. So. Yeah. Cool. I think for me, it's like my inner child is like, okay, Disney has not disappointed me in so many years. So I know they're like, kind of like when they say God has a plan, like, I'm like, okay, yeah. they know what they're doing. Like, we think that they don't, but they, they maybe have like a whole plan set up. We'll make up for it somehow. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the membership option that, I mean, it, it is looking promising. So yeah, I mean, it could be better than an annual pass. You know, we don't know. So we will certainly see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our next headline is the Jungle Cruise being rethemed at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Okay. So you guys are maybe going to hate me, but I've never gone on that ride before. <laughs> so I have no idea like I've heard about it and I've seen some like Instagram stories about it and I was just like okay maybe this is cool for kids but I guess I just, I've never been on it so I just don't know like how to feel about the theming being changed Emily Emily <laughs> Emily <laughs> I need to know the exact day and time you're going to Disney next and I expect a tag on Instagram of you on Jungle Cruise yes. looking at this ride. I think it's definitely at least if you're going in in soon, in soon, yeah. If you're going in soon, um, just to see it transform from then to now. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not even like the biggest Jungle Cruise, you know, fanatic, but I love Jungle Cruise. And um, uh, what I've been reading and the reasoning behind why they're retheming it, I'm just like, Oh, okay. I get it. Okay. So I guess for all the people that are like me, maybe there's none. I've never gone on it. What's like the quick synopsis of like, what is the ride? Casey, you want to take that one? So it's like you're on an adventure through like, so they put you on a boat and you're, you go through like the Amazon maybe. Yeah. I hope that's right. So it is actually, I'm with Kara. So I'm not a huge jungle cruise. Like I don't like, it's not my thing that I have to do every single time I'm at magic kingdom. So if the line's short, I'll get on it. If it's long, I, you won't see me on it. Um, but the cool part about it is that the, uh, the person that I guess the God or whatever that you have is like constantly making jokes and you're constantly laughing and they're throwing out like pun after pun after pun after pun. And they just are always different. Like every time I get on it, it's, I don't hear the same thing twice, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's kind of that deal, but you should at least go on it. Like you'll laugh. Would you say like the age range is probably for it? It's towards like the younger crowd, you would say, or is it really a good like the jokes are for like the adults and like the ride is for the kids? Yes. Yes. Sense? yes? Okay. I was gonna yes. say because I don't think the kids will get all the jokes. No, oh, okay. they don't. They don't. When I went with my niece and nephew last October, like I would just die laughing and they would just look around like, what? what? <laughs> so yeah we got to get you on that ride Emily for sure <laughs> does it is there any like sneak peek on what they might be retheming it to I have read some articles and honestly it's, it's a lot of information for me to try to give out but I know they're trying to make it culturally more respective okay uh, and and just a little bit more um still keeping the overall plot but they are just going to reshape it a little yeah. bit um so it's still going to be the jungle cruise people know and love just a little bit more correct and a little bit more detail sure gotcha so yeah. just like revamped yeah yeah gotcha. I feel like they're doing that with a lot of things in Walt Disney World right now so this next headline <laughs> I, I'm gonna read it and probably tear up okay but the festival of the Lion King is returning to Animal Kingdom what do we think 
I'm so excited for it. Um, that was something that was super nostalgic for me to like go and like see it come to life. And it's just so beautiful. And like the performers are just amazing. So I'm so excited, especially for like, just for those like cast members and for those like performers to come back and do something that they love and that they know and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'm so excited. I don't think we have a date yet, if I'm yeah. correct, right? There's no date. Um, but can we just be happy that the entertainers are back? I mean, yeah. like during the pandemic, mm-hmm. this is the music side of me coming out, but like during the pandemic, it was so hard to watch football and it was so hard to watch, you know, these virtual shows and stuff because the freak, the, the Broadway people couldn't come back together. And like this, mm-hmm. you know, Disney's losing all of their entertainment and it, it's hard to do that in social distancing. I completely understand, but this is the glimmer of hope. Yeah, and get some some stuff back. Definitely. Casey, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so when I was there last, we they had the um safari line looped inside of that little auditorium that they do the festival of the lion king in. So mm-hmm. I did notice that they were like social distancing the seats and I was like, "Oh my word." maybe they'll come back. But, um, so then when it released that that was coming back, I was super excited. I'm like, I saw it. I saw the seats. (laughs) So I think they're going to make it super safe. Obviously that's a big auditorium in there. So I'm not worried at all. Um, you know, Disney will do it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if if I remember correctly, don't they have them already kind of spaced out inside there or is it one circular auditorium? Isn't it spaced out? It's a black box theater, so it, it's a okay. stage in the middle and the audience around mm-hmm. on at least three sides. I think okay. it's four I thought sides. it was four. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was like yeah. an open box kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they're all on like benches that I believe the benches all connect. I mean, geez, I haven't seen the show in like a year. So. Right. <laughs> and I just wanted to disclaimer that when we are recording this right now, none of that opening date information is out. So if you're listening to the podcast and you see anything, if you go to Disney and you're like, oh, I see a sign, please tag the podcast so we can keep up with this information because um, we would love to know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so Emily, to kind of round out the pod, we like to do a game at the end. Uh, and I, I always make these questions difficult to Kind of see what people think about, um, but this is a new game that we are showing on the pod today. It's going to be one has to go. Okay, so let me, yeah, let me explain where I'm getting this from. So I watch and listen to um, the You Can Sit With Us podcast, which is the Wives of the Try Guy podcast. If anyone knows the Try Guys on YouTube, so they both did versions of this and I was like, well, we should bring a part, a version of it to the Disney community because us Disney people don't like change. <laughs> we don't like, um, we love new things, but we don't like change. So I was like, hmm, these are going to be some difficult questions. And Casey, you're going to have to answer them too. Okay. I know. She's gonna be so mad. Oh, I have a love hate relationship with your games, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's start with the first one. One has to go. So if if Walt himself walked up to you, Emily, and was like, one has to go, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, or Animal Kingdom, which would it be? I know, no one likes my games. 
I don't know. <laughs> I guess, unfortunately, I would say Epcot. And do I have to explain myself? Yeah, of course. What? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to, but you, yeah, we would appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so I would say Epcot only because when you think of a theme park for families, you want it to be completely rounded out, like food, entertainment, rides, and I feel like. Epcot has a lot of food and like not that much entertainment and not that much rides like at least to me maybe I'm not going to a certain part where there is but there's a lot of great food and it's more of an older crowd not as well-rounded for like a whole family like from three and up you know that's just my opinion. (laughs) Makes sense. That's fair. Yeah um I would all say goodbye to Epcot and what I would appreciate is if Disney took the like the world showcase and like placed it in all the other parks somehow Mm. with the food and with the themed drinks. Like I would say goodbye to Epcot if they could incorporate the world showcase in all the other parks. That's my condition, Disney. There you go. (laughs) How about you, Kara? I can't get rid of Epcot guys. I can't do it. I know you can't. (laughs) Um, for so many reasons other than like Disney is ahead of the game we know technology wise I mean the movies like the whole black and white color I mean just yeah and then world showcase just being able to see the princesses and the characters in their respective countries is just absolutely amazing and that cultural um just the information that you can get from visiting all those different places and being able to communicate with others that aren't from here is is just absolutely amazing. So as much as it's not like carnival theme park, which I completely understand, I can't get rid of it. Now I would get rid of animal kingdom only because I could see animal kingdom being different lands. So like you have galaxy's edge, right? And then there's like Pandora. And then there could be like Lion King land. And then there could be whatever else land. Like I could see it as a bunch of different lands. Don't get me wrong. I love Animal Kingdom because I love animals. But if I had to choose one, that's what it would be. I know. Okay, on to the next one. (laughs) Okay, one has to go. The mountains. Space Mountain, Splash, Big Thunder, or Expedition Everest. Splash Mountain. Whoa, that's crazy. How come? I don't like getting splashed. (laughs) Just like being wet. Hey, that's totally explainable. Yeah, Yeah. makes perfect sense. I would give a big thunder mountain. The ride's too short. I don't know. The ride's too short for me. I feel like the second I get on it, it's over in less than 10 seconds. And that's it. So I'd give up big thunder. Kara, what about you? Um, as crazy as this answer is going to be, I choose Big Thunder. Normally, I would choose Expedition Everest because I personally get sick, but I agree with Casey. I think it's overrated. Not overrated, but I think it, the line is too long for for what it is. For what it is. Yeah. Gotcha. It's always a fast pass for it, though, too. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Always. Even at like the end of the night, I feel like there's always a big Thunder Mountain fast pass on the on the app. <laughs> and our last one. One has to go out of these four resorts. Grand Floridian, Riviera, Beach Club, and Polynesian. 
I'm gonna say beach club because I've never been there <laughs> valid answer so I just don't know <laughs> <laughs> Casey what about you I would also give up Beach Club. As beautiful as Beach Club is, I can never give up the Grand. I could never give up the Riviera. And I for sure, honestly, the Polynesian is my absolute favorite. And if I had to like send three home, I would have to send the Grand, the Riviera, and the Beach Club home. I love the Polynesian <laughs> Resort. Like, it's beautiful. they're amazing. But I, I would send Beach Club. First, I, would, I just stayed there for the first time. At beach, no, at the Poly? Yeah, I just last weekend, yeah. Ooh, I'm so jealous. Oh, my word. Beautiful. It was so beautiful. And the person up front, because um, my travel agent always tells me, like, just go to the front because they might just, like, sneak you into a nicer room, even if it's the same one, like, a nicer view and stuff. And, oh, my gosh, she was like, you have to wait for it, but you have to, like, go to it. And it was, I guess, more of a like a disabled kind of room so they had it where you can like push the button and the door opens but she was like it's really worth it and she's like we don't have a guest there so I'll have you there and I waited for it and the view was amazing the view was literally the villas outside and then Magic Kingdom Castle and like you could see uh, I think it was Space Mountain I think it was Space Mountain (laughs) and it was just beautiful and the sun like rise from that side it was gorgeous (laughs) I would love oh my it's my dream it's my it's my dream (laughs) oh my gosh well I'm so glad that you could answer our questions I know they're a little bit difficult and stay tuned um for those of you that are following us on Instagram we are going to have those same questions for you there so you can go ahead and give us your opinion on the Instagram but Emily thank you so much for joining us we are so proud of everything that you are doing for this community and being such an amazing influence and magical creator and in your shop is just great and you're bringing people together through love I mean come on (laughs) thank you so much for joining us today like truly I have enjoyed this conversation and I just I cannot wait till this episode drops so our people can just hear you and hear your story I always say that it's I'm so much more likely to support someone who I know and I know their story. So that's the goal for this podcast episode really is just to shine a light on your story and on your business. So people put a face (laughs) to your, um, and I'm so sorry, can you remind me again what your um, shop, small shop is? Just Wonderland. That's right. Okay, perfect. So I just want people to go there right now. Take a look at her stuff. I'm telling you, she's got the cutest designs ever. I'm actually going to go there as soon as we're done here. Um, But we just hope that we're putting a face to her business and all that she does, all the hard work she does. So awesome. (laughs) All right, guys. And if you don't already, please make sure you follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and also please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. And as always, you can email us at whywedisney at gmail.com. We love you all so much, and we hope you have a great Wednesday. Bye, guys. Bye.